from Relevant Magazine and relevantmagazine.com. It's the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, September 24th, 2010. Uh, it's just 2010, actually. I've already messed this up. And this is The Relevant <laughs> Podcast. My name is Josh Loveless, sitting in for Cameron Strang, our friend, boss, yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Not my husband, your husband. My husband. Your, your husband. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, Josh, are you trying to tell, what are you trying to tell us? I'm speaking on behalf of, uh, of Maya Strang. I'll go ahead and introduce her. You want to say hello, Maya? Hello. Uh, we also have Jesse Carey, all the way from Virginia. Hello. And uh, all the way from Australia. You thought Virginia was far away, people. Uh, we have brought you Adam Smith from Australia. Thanks for being with us, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, I, I guess people would think, man, Virginia is really far away. Unless, of course, like Jesse, they live there. And then they think, <laughs> well, it's actually just right outside. It's, it's not that far <laughs> at all. Uh, and then uh, on the other side of the glass, we have our engineer and producer, Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. What's up, man? Uh, we have a really great episode today. Uh, we've got Bevo Norman, who uh, has stopped by the studio and uh, has done a couple of songs uh, yeah, live for us. Uh, and he's with his friend Gabe Scott. So I think you guys are going to really dig what he's got going on uh, with his music. Uh, but first, coming up, uh, we're going to roll out some entertainment releases. Uh, I think you guys will be excited about this. Jimmy Eat World has a new album coming out called right. Invented. Come on, Jesse, excited? Oh, hugely excited. Clarity is in my top five favorite albums of all time. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm actually quite excited about that. Yeah, this should be good. I think they're 51 years old, so this should be uh, <laughs> this should be really interesting. I was actually listening to one of their early EPs that I, earlier today, uh, it was a cassette tape that I transferred to CD, which I then you transferred to my iPod. This was like years ago. I think it came out in like 94. So um, I'm excited and didn't, to see. Didn't didn't you tape it off of an old gramophone? Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I think I heard it on the radio actually, and taped oh, it off I of totally my boombox. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that was original yeah. music piracy. It was. I don't understand. I, we we could have taken down the industry like long ago, but we waited. I guess. So uh, next up, uh, Eric Clapton is releasing an album that he's cleverly titled Clapton. He's the same. He used to be in Jimmy World, I think. <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he came down with the Clapton. Uh, <laughs> they kicked him out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a disease, uh, the Jim Blossoms are releasing an album what? Uh, called No Chocolate Cake. This is um, a blast from the It feels like every week is Blast from the Past week, I know. doesn't it now? It is. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing like a good pop rock song with a tambourine in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we can count on with the Jim Blossoms. Um, and then Pete Yorn uh, has an album. Uh, that he's titled Pete Yorn. Very so, creative on the titles yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's Mark Ronson and the Business International uh, with their album Record Collection. Uh, I'm sorry, is it Prestige Worldwide, I think is the name of his band. Oh, is it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. B- Business International uh, is, is actually the name of his incorporated business. Yeah, I believe, I believe Jesse, it's actually Go Bias Industries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Deer Hunter has a new album 
Um, Halcyon Digest. Is that how we're going to say that, Chad? Sure. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, go out and buy that Deer Hunter album. I feel like we just announced a Deer Hunter album a few months ago. I, we talked about them. I don't remember why. Okay. I don't remember either. Anticipating this this album, this album is actually quite good. We may have actually been talking about deer hunters and I got that confused <laughs> with, with the actual band. Here, we did have a few extended uh, segments on deer hunting. Yeah. Right. I think that's what it, what it was. Um, Lecrae has a new album called Rehab. Um, and, uh, and now we're going to make a quick transition to, uh, to a few other artists. Lincoln Brewster. Uh, has a new album called mm. Real Life. Um, I don't believe he's opening for Deer Hunter. Uh, this is probably the only podcast where both of them will be mentioned um, in the same paragraph. And Charlie Hall has a new album called The Rising uh, that's actually really good and I've been listening to for the last couple of weeks. And uh, Bebo Norman, who's going to be with us on today's podcast, has his new album called ocean so that'll do it uh for uh, our music releases we've got some movie releases that i know everybody's really excited about uh the social network is coming out starring jesse eisenberg andrew garfield rashida jones and who else Justin Timberlake. Come on, right. people. Yes. He had to really fight for that role. I, I know. I know. I know. Did, wait, wait, did Chad, did you say JTT? As in Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> no. We wish. But I'm really glad that you knew that off the top of your head, Jesse. <laughs> oh, of course. I, I, I was heard... a huge Home Improvement fan. Huge. Have you guys seen any uh, any marketing on Facebook for the social network? Mm. They're not backing it, right? <laughs> they're not backing it, and they're not allowing them to do any sort of marketing on Facebook. On mm. the really, yeah. really, yep. So it's interesting. So you'll find a lot of people trying to do some marketing for the movie because they don't think that Facebook uh, should be allowed to pull that kind of corporate control. Yeah. I was going to say, at least they're being mature about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are run by a teenager, so right. there you yeah. go. Uh, Case 39 uh, is coming out starring Renee uh, Zellweger, Jodell Furland, Ian McShane, and Bradley Cooper. Never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Renee. I think she's dating that guy. Is she? Bradley Cooper. I wonder Renee. if that's how they met. Renee Zellweger is? Mm-hmm. Really? You heard it here first? <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't heard that. Uh, and then the movie Let Me In, starring Chloe Moretz and Cody Smith McPhee, uh, which it says and here. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Cody is the boy from the road. Uh, my information, mm-hmm. uh, information has been fed to me. So for all of you that loved his acting performance in the road, go out and see Let Me In. That was Maybe such a happy movie. This is the feel-bad feel movie of the year, if you ask me about it. Um, Maybe we should start a campaign to get uh, JTT back in the acting world. Mm. Assuming he's gone. I don't know. What is he doing now? Do you, do you have any insights? I'm going to Google that for you. Mike? No, I don't. He's not in the in the mags. How, how old is he? In my story days? mags. Yeah. He, he's in Jimmy World now. <laughs> he's, he, he's the new bass player. No, I think he's the young lead singer. Isn't it Journey that went and found the young guy? from the Philippines to be their lead singer. I think finding young yeah. lead singers is like the cool hip thing to do. He um, is 29. He's 29. He's 29? His last movie was in 2006. Oh. Did, oh, did was... you just IMDB him? I did. Yeah. You can hear her typing. This I, is what's no, great. No, that's not me. Oh, that's not I think you? that might oh, be that, Adam. That's me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Googling no, this I'm, is good. This people think that we fake this stuff, and to hear you typing makes it sound <laughs> legit. Yeah. I'm just doing doing a quick Google. No, I like that you're doing your research, people. We we want to bring you information real time. It's happening right now, 
as we're it, recording it, the podcast. Yeah, it suddenly seems very, very important yeah. to yeah. find out what Jonathan like, Taylor stop Thomas everything. is doing. What on earth is Jonathan Taylor Thomas doing? You know, I am yeah. really curious when Not it really says like much. a movie comes out in 2006 and I like kind of look at my wall calendar of cats and I see that it's 2010. I go, what does a person do who probably lives in LA for mm-hmm. four years if you can't land a role? What do you do? He just, he's just cashing. He's just cashing uh, residuals from home improvement. That's true. He would make. I don't know? know how much just money. Just living the life. I mean, he's JTT. I know? just I, hanging out with LeBron James and stuff. He sits back and he listens to his Jimmy World cassette collection <laughs> <laughs> from when he was six. It comes all the way back around. Uh, well, that'll do it for our entertainment releases and Jonathan Taylor Thomas news. Uh, up next, Bebo Norman. Attention graduating college seniors and recent grads up to age 25. What's next for you? Well, how does this sound? Go to China, receive top-notch training, teach conversational English, serve on a vibrant team, be mentored by an experienced team leader, stay for 11 months or longer, make friends for life, impact eternity, be ruined for the ordinary, and check this out, you can now pay back college loans while serving with us. Interested? Well, then check out the English Language Institute China and our program for recent college grads, the China Teaching Fellowship. Find out more or start a free online application at www.elic.org slash ctf. Again, that's elic.org slash ctf. Or you can call us toll free at 888-TEACH-CTF. Again, that's 888-TEACH-CTF or 888-832-2428. Your classroom is waiting. Check us out. ELIC.org slash CTF. You're listening to The Walkman as opposed to The Walkman. Totally different uh, piece of material. Uh, the song is Angela Surf City. It's from their brand new album, Lisbon. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard the box of Rebellion with the song Evacuate. And that was from the album Union, and it's playing right now on Relevant FM, and the video is playing on Relevant.tv. So uh, we've got Bebo Norman, uh, and we want to let you know a little bit about uh, who he is as you you check out his live performance in a minute. Every two years, uh, the singer-songwriter undergoes what he calls an extended therapy session. The intensive process isn't always smooth sailing, but it does result in 10 or 12 moments of completion. A clear look back through his own window at a story God is telling also known as making a new album. It's an exercise in discovery that Bebo takes to remarkable depths on his seventh studio project, Ocean. What he has found is the freedom to lose himself. Musically, Bebo has stripped the sound back to just his weathered tenor and James Taylor-like acoustic guitar. If there's a personal message Bebo wants to get across to listeners with Ocean, it's that we're all in the same boat. 
We're all broken and in need of grace. His new album, Ocean, releases next Tuesday. Bebo was here with his friend Gabe Scott, as we talked about a minute ago, and they performed a couple of songs in the brand new Relevant studio. Uh, Videos of the performances will be on Relevant.tv soon. Uh, Without further ado, here is Bebo Norman. Here Goes is a song that I wrote uh, with a good friend of mine, actually a guy that I've known for a long, long time named Brandon Heath. And um, it's one of those things where this is was, this was a kind of a song that uh, when we wrote it the day that we sat down in the studio to write, um, I don't even think we realized how much we had uh, added um, from our historic conversations that we'd had over the years and how much those conversations had become a part of this song. Because it's really, honestly, more than anything else, a song just about... Um, the fact that I and, and Brandon as well both have struggled in our lives on a consistent basis with the fact that when we're faced with things that are difficult or daunting or, or confusing or hard, um, I feel like I and, and Brandon both have tended very often in our lives to err on the side of fear rather than faith. And um, I think the gift of this song was to be in a room together and um, to have seen the years that had followed all those conversations and, and to see Brandon's career doing what it's doing and, and my career having been going for these 15 years or so that it's been going, it was this real affirmation of the fact that we both had made conscious decisions in our lives to step through fear um, and step into trust um, and trusting in a God who is good, even in circumstances that sometimes may not feel good. And, uh, and that's been my story with music. It's, I'm an insecure uh, artist and an accidental musician in a lot of ways. And so um, I'm just real thankful to have gotten to do it for this long. And a lot of that has had to be just moment after moment after moment of making the decision to step into, into faith rather than fear. So that's where the song comes from. It's called Here Goes. got anywhere by running away I never learned anything without a mistake I never loved anyone by playing it safe It's a long way down But I'm here right now So here goes nothing Here goes everything Gotta reach for something Or you fall for anything Take a breath, take a step What comes next, God only knows But here goes I don't want to turn around And wonder what happened Never lost and never found I want in the same I wanna run across the battle lines and take my chances Not the long way around, not when I'm here right now So here goes nothing, here goes everything Gotta reach for something or you fall for anything Take a breath, take a step What comes next, God only knows Here goes And what good is life not living? And what good is chance not taking? And what good is love not 
For something, or you fall for anything. Here goes nothing, here goes everything. Gotta reach for something, or you fall for anything. Take a breath, take a step. What comes next, God only knows. Here goes. That was Bebo Norman. Check him out at BeboNorman.com. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. You taught a little girl Showing them what love is all about You're listening to Danger Mouse and Sparkle Horse with the song Little Girl. The song features <laughs> Julian Casablancas, who is the lead singer of The Strokes. It's from the album Dark Night of the Soul, and the song is playing right now on Relevant FM. All right, people, it's time for Slices. Jesse, I can't hold you back any longer. What do you got for us today? All right, well, I, I found the story, and I really, uh, I was not just entertained by it, but I was inspired. Um this comes from us from Detroit, which Detroit's kind of a down and out city. So I'm really happy that this has emerged there. Um, a few weeks ago, a guerrilla marching band started showing up at various din- late night dining establishments yeah. throughout Jesse, the city. Jesse, let me before we go any further, can I draw uh, get you to draw a distinction? Do you mean <laughs> gorilla or gorilla? As in a, a marching band made entirely of apes. Because I'm assuming my mental I, image is going to change drastically depending <laughs> upon what you answer. Well, I think it's a gorilla gorilla band. I think it's a. I think they're actually primates. Uh, oh, wow. smart! Yeah. No, no, uh, that oh. would be even better. That if it was actually made up of gorillas. Explain uh, what you mean. I, I'm still thoroughly confused. I don't know the difference. So, you know, like the phrase, like, like G-U-E-R. Yeah. Uh, like guerrilla warfare okay. or guerrilla marketing. It's people like, uh, with, with marching band uh, guns. Well, no, oh. Yeah, no, no, no. kill people. It, it's sort of like um, impromptu anarchy. Uh, like, basically, they are not a real marching band. They're just friends. Not even all of them are actually musicians. So they come together and they show up unannounced. They're called the Detroit Party Marching Band. It's like a geeky flash mob. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Except <laughs> they, they play high school marching band. But music. what's crazy so, is that the flash mob is already geeky. So to, to take it to a further level is, is ridiculous. Yeah, and they have definitely taken to a further level because, like I said, most of them don't even play the instruments. So they pretty much just show up at a restaurant or bar and begin uh, banging cymbals and, and blowing horns and having a good old time. But uh, they've become a big hit in Detroit. Hey, there we go. How large is this gorilla uh, group? 
Uh, it's it's about forty people. So, for, so forty people they take it by storm. Descend on you know some diner in you know in Detroit. That's how this works. Yes, playing their instruments. Do they? I mean, they do this for free, right? I mean, they they do this. This is a nonprofit uh, band. Well, much like guerrilla fighters, after they're done, they actually force people to give them money. <laughs> <laughs> and they hold the place up. They yeah. take women and children. Yeah, yeah they, they pillage homes. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're also communists. Yeah, we're no, talking I'm about the D people. Things are rough in Detroit. <laughs> there are communist gorillas oh, taking my over word. Detroit. Oh, my word. Well, uh, I, I don't know what to make of that. No, I, I don't really know if they're communist. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the whole idea, not their political affiliation. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, the, the marching band thing's apolitical. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they they I, could be radical leftists. I just don't know. But I do think the idea in general is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't care who they vote for. I just don't want them messing up my diner experience when I'm taking a girl on a date. <laughs> Wait, that, that sounds weird. Wait I'm, a actually, second. I'm actually a married man, so I, I can't use the hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, right I was like, I probably yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I would think Yikes. that in and of itself would mess up your diner experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not talk about gorillas. They're getting me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that I, was inappropriate. I, I have to be honest, Jesse. I kind of tuned out after I found out they weren't apes. <laughs> I just assumed they were until Adam tried to make the distinction. Yeah, I I just kind of I went with that mental image in my head, and. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure where the rest of the slice went, but let me say, in my imagination, it was pretty, pretty glorious. <laughs> I, I will say as well that uh, had it been actual gorillas, it would have been much more newsworthy. Hey, Jesse, you've been known to making a mistake or two uh, when it comes to a slice. So <laughs> is there any possibility that you might be getting this one wrong? It's entirely possible. Okay. <laughs> I cannot I cannot guarantee you that if you go to Detroit, you will not encounter a band of marching apes playing instruments. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. Is Charlton Heston still alive or is he dead? I don't know. He's 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 dead. He is he okay, I, yeah. I, I assumed as much, but uh he may be reprising his Planet of the Apes role. So that's why I was just curious. In the streets of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh Maya, what do you got for us as far as slices go? Um, well, this is just so everybody knows in case you want to go to this uh, pub at some time. Um, it's up in Providence, Rhode Island, and um, it is going to be opened in the garage of a funeral home. Really? Really. Huh. Um, a guy just wants to, to use his extra space, so he's turning the garage that's attached to his funeral home into a, a pub that will seat about 55 to 60 people. Huh. Now, the town's really upset about this, but they're not upset that he's putting a pub into a funeral home they're, yeah. he, they're just upset that he's putting a pub in, the, in their little town are you serious yeah they don't care where is it one of those dry towns no i mean he's got restrictions where he has to you know close early or he can't you know stay open until two or whatever but isn't that weird that is kind of weird i'm not i wouldn't want to go to a pub next to a funeral home no especially in the garage of one right in the garage yeah. I, I wasn't aware funeral homes had garages what if you go to get a beer and the, the other, it's kept with the bodies i'm just saying <laughs> oh god you, how many fridges Just can you have? One big refrigerator. <laughs> one big refrigerator for everything. Yeah. Man, I feel man. like it's really, really well placed. I mean, that's a guy who <laughs> obviously understands the market. You know, it's like you've just been to a funeral. You know, you that's true. may want to throw back a few drinks. That's true. It's kind of like I've always thought, you know, those runaway truck ramps on uh, <laughs> the interstate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always thought a great place for a bar would be at the top of one of those. You know? <laughs> 
<clears throat> and you could charge anything for a drink. Uh, and you may only get one customer a month. But if you're yeah. charging, like, say, you know, $150 for a shot of whiskey, they'll pay it. <laughs> they just survived a near-death experience. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just get out, their knees are shaking, and you're like, you, sir, look like you could use a drink. <laughs> I was thinking about the uh, the people that go to the bar that end up in the funeral home later. I hadn't thought about the reverse, actually. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it's, it's basically just kind of a, a larger-than-life example of where you're going to end up if you continue to frequent that bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you keep coming to this garage, you're going to end up in the main house sooner or later. <laughs> it, it feels like Christian propaganda. <laughs> well, speaking of Christian propaganda... Let's bring it, Adam. Uh, and speaking of substance abuse, <laughs> uh, this is from back in, in good old New Zealand. Anytime you're looking for a story of something odd and outlandish happening, look no further than New Zealand. Um, so... Uh, a, uh, a sudden change in wind is being blamed for cannabis smoke wafting across the grounds of an elementary school in New Zealand. Uh, now, that wouldn't necessarily be all that uh, newsworthy, but for the fact that said cannabis smoke was coming from the nearby police station. What? So, uh, I guess a bunch of kids were sitting in class and uh, all of a sudden, the, the school's principal at this elementary school noticed uh, smoke coming from the, uh, the police station. Uh, turns out that there was a bunch of pot smoke wafting over. Now, the, what the police are saying... Adam, are you smoking that, pot right now? <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, I can't comment on that. Uh, well, what the police say is that it was being burned in the incinerator. They have an incinerator at the police station. Evidently, oh. that's that's what the uh, the police say that the um, it was a small amount of cannabis being burned in the incinerator of the the police station. But of course, you know that sounds a little suspect. I mean. What the story doesn't go on to say, but what I've assumed is that the students were also bothered by a bl- like blaring music from fish coming out of the police station. <laughs> Grateful Dead songs. Yeah, and the police the police came over to apologize, and they're just caked in funyan dust. <laughs> wow, I um, yeah, I, I don't know what to think of of that happening in a police station. I, that's ruining everything great that I always assumed to be true about the New Zealand police force. Right. I, I will say the New Zealand police force is maybe the best police force in the world. They're absolutely fantastic. But maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they're so laid back and nice. <laughs> I picture them chill like Canadian mount, Mounties on, on horses. Oh, do what they, they have cool outfits like that? Yeah. No, they, they don't have cool outfits, but they are really laid back. Yeah. And this could be... Yeah, you know, this could be the reason. I think we've gotcha. discovered. I, we've discovered the reason. I. It's funny when it comes to drugs. I mean, people lie in <laughs> it is general. Funny. Well, yeah, drugs are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but people, when it comes to a lot of things, they they lie. But there's something about drugs. It just it brings out the liar in everyone. I don't know if you guys heard uh, recently, but you know, Paris Hilton was uh, busted for cocaine in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and I saw this last week that she she said that she thought it was gum. 
Right. I mean, I don't know how you deliver that with a straight face to people. Maybe if the police uh, in Vegas are smoking cannabis themselves, they might buy it. Yeah. But, but the fact that you would be an adult human being and try to communicate to the police, yeah, I thought that powder stuff was a new cool gum. Yeah. It's and crazy. well, she had said she was reaching for lipstick when it fell out or chapstick when it fell out and yeah. then she tried to say that it wasn't her purse right. but why are you taking chapstick out to put on your lips if it's not your purse I, that's a good point just saying I haven't had chapstick nor a purse so I hadn't been able to put that together <laughs> yeah, but, this things. is a case for the New Zealand police force <laughs> it is <laughs> for the, 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 you, can, you can count on them to confiscate that contraband <laughs> take care of it to the incinerator <laughs> <laughs> and by incinerator I mean my basement of course, of course. Uh, what's uh, what's the uh, what's the drug culture uh, between New Zealand and Australia? Pretty typical with the United States, there, Adam. Um, New Zealand evidently has the highest rate of cannabis use in the world. Huh. It's uh, it's it's pretty pretty huge in New Zealand, but still illegal. Huh. And Australia, I'd say probably. I I think the difference is like where I live. I I live on the beach and so it's a it's a real beachy surfery culture and so i mean i've seen people just walking down the street smoking a joint you know even though it's it's still quite illegal were they wearing large sunglasses um and uh, had cataract surgery recently (laughs) was it for medicinal purposes that i could determine okay all right cameron's grandma just had cataract surgery really Mm -hmm. does she smoke weed no, I don't think so. No, this is a this is a great podcast. I, I know. Don't do drugs. Don't no, drink. No, no, no. I'm just curious. My mother-in-law actually, I don't. Uh, she's considering trying to get medicinal right, marijuana. Do you want to say this on record I, right it, now? She's not going to listen. Does your grandma listen to the podcast? Yeah, and if she does, it's not going to change our relationship. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, so she's considering it. So I was just wondering. I, I feel like medicinal marijuana should come with a medicinal bag of combos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some me- medicinal McDonald's hot apple pies. Yeah. That's a that's a good word, Adam. Thanks for uh thanks for helping all of our listeners out there who might be uh, needing that in the future. All right. I think on that note, uh we'll wrap up slices. Uh stay tuned. Up next, another live performance uh from Bebo Norman. Someone to make reports To tell me how my money's spent To cook my stains and draw my plans So I can't tell what's really there And all I need's a great big congratulations You're listening to MGMT. The song is Congratulations, and it's from the album Congratulations. The video for this song is playing right now on Relevant.TV. And uh, yeah, we're going to bring you some more Bebo Norman. Check this out. This song is a, is a song called called The Middle, and uh, it really, in a, in a strange way, sort of represents the entirety of... Um, the record that that I just made it's I found myself in these last few years kind of looking up again and and recognizing the fact that um, that all these beautiful things that I've had the privilege to get to do in terms of playing music and traveling the world for the last 15 years as a living um, being married to my wife and having two beautiful little boys at home um, community of believers that it's a pretty profound thing to, to realize how much you've been given and and yet I still 
seem like I've found myself in a place where I feel very distant from who um, the source of those uh, gifts are. And, uh, and I think that um, as I feel scattered and kind of lost in my own identity these days, I, I think we tend to sometimes identify ourselves as a musician or we identify ourselves as a doctor or a lawyer or, or as a husband or mother or father. And um, I think I'm just at a place where I want to re-identify um, or I guess tap back into my real identity that is simply... Um, as a child of God and do my best to uh, begin to understand what that means uh, in all its fullness and how it affects all these things around me that I feel like I've been given. So uh, if all that makes sense, this is a, a song called The Middle. as if you could find me anywhere that I could go to try to hide my thoughts from you but just like some runaway I'm leaving here with half a mind that hopes of getting caught so we can just drive home in the dark where we'll let our our feelings fly they'll, they'll cut like shame to break me down again until there's nothing left but for me to tell you I'm I'm sorry Everybody's singing their song now But I'm still reeling I'm not trying to run away from This beautiful life I've been given I'm not looking for freedom Maybe just a little meaning Here in the middle There's a world uncovered by the break of day All these miles away But for a better view of what's left in the aftermath of, of all these years It's just so hard to know who I am in you Everybody's singing their song now But I'm still reeling I'm not trying to run away from This beautiful life I've been given I'm not looking for freedom Maybe just a little meaning Here in the middle, alright Everybody says I'll be alright 
Everybody says it's a good fight I'm not seeing it now All I know is I swear this It feels a little more like a secret And I don't know if I should just keep it To myself but my love, my love I don't wanna go home now Stuck here in the middle alone now Everybody's singing their song I'm still reeling I'm not trying to run away from This beautiful life I've been given I'm not looking for freedom Maybe just a little meaning Here in the middle That was Bebo Norman. Don't forget that his new album, Oceans, releases this next Tuesday. Be sure to pick up a copy. For more info, check out BeboNorman.com. Stay tuned. Up next, feedback. You're listening to Katie Herzig. The song is Beautiful Inside, and it's playing right now on Relevant.fm. Okay, it's time for uh, your feedback. Last week, we asked you which fall TV shows you were most excited about and why. Here are some of the responses that you posted online. Mine is whichever one Jonathan Taylor Thomas is going to See, start. there we go. I knew he was going to make a, a reappearance here within the podcast. I actually, uh, I saw Hawaii Five O last night. Oh, did it already air? And yeah, it it, uh, it already aired. And uh, I, I think you're referring to as last night, 1974. Right. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I had it DVR'd from way back then. <laughs> Uh, I have a really huge memory on my DVR. Yeah, it's crazy. I had the first one uh, decades before anyone else. I wish I would have told people about how awesome it was going to be in the future. Um, and it was uh, it was not very good. It wasn't. No, it was not very good. My wife was born and raised in Hawaii, so uh, we felt like we had to watch at least the first episode. Um, what did she think? Uh, she yeah, she was not a fan either. Um, did anybody see the event? It didn't come out yet, did it? Yes. Shut your face. Well, I watched that last night, too. Really? How yes. was it? It was good. I was liked it. As good as the previews? Why did I miss um, everything? You know, I hadn't seen all the previews. I, I found out today that there was a lot of hype around it. Yeah. Um, I recorded it because I saw a trailer online, actually, um, and hmm. uh, and watched it. So I could it, probably watch it online. Yeah. It, what's crazy is because I DVR everything, 
I don't see movie commercials. I don't see TV commercials because I fast forward through everything. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm missing out on what's, you know, all the advertising money that's being spent to try to get my attention. Then don't hit fast mm. forward. Well, no, I don't want to spend more time watching commercials. I'm just saying <laughs> I don't. That's solved your problem. I don't. It's a real <laughs> conundrum you're in. I am. When Chad says, is it as good as the trailer? I'm like, I, I don't, I actually don't even know what movies are out unless I listen to the relevant podcast and find out about the movie releases. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I have a hard time with this whole discussion because it's like, you know, first of all, what fall TV shows are you excited about? Well, um, the original Hawaii Five O just came out down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it's it's not even fall. We're just going into spring, and all our TV shows are different. So, um, what 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 television show are you excited about for the spring there in Australia, Adam? Like kangaroo racing? It's it's <laughs> it's hard to say because uh, I don't even know when I see a show premiering. I don't know how long it's been on in the states. Maybe it's brand new. You know, give us uh, a couple. Give us a Kate, couple titles. Kate, Kate Nally is that a new one? Uh, Airwolf is that one? Is that one new? No, I don't, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Adam. What's on, what's on TV in Australia? What are we missing out on in Sydney? Um, uh, there there are some really great, or at least have been some really fantastic Australian television shows. Uh, there's one called Underbelly that you know did three different series, uh, three different seasons that kind of took different times in uh, Australian crime history and just. Uh, dramatized like you know these big epic real crime events in australian history and that was really fantastic wait are you touting a show that was around for three seasons well they may do another season oh, it's okay just, okay i yeah, thought it got yeah. canceled well the the thing is it's way different overseas like they they don't run shows forever and ever and ever you know it's like it's very common to only do a couple seasons adam you know? can i can I, let me ask you this how many shows does paul hogan star in right now in <laughs> well right now none because i i don't know if you guys heard about his tax issues i did i heard he, he was able to go home, come back to the states crikey yeah. he's in trouble he got out of australia as as soon as they would let him yeah uh but it, it looked for a while like they were going to keep him here for several years. Yeah, it was like a month or so. They they should just make him work it off by continually producing Crocodile Dundee films. Well, see, that's <laughs> the thing is that that was kind of the uh, that was kind of the prevailing sentiment is maybe that's what they were trying to to get out of him. You know, <laughs> One more, just, just, exactly. Complete just do that a trilogy. couple more Crocodile Dundees, and we'll call it all squaresy. <laughs> I thought that man was a national hero. He is. I thought he, he, I thought he was sort of above is. the law there. You wouldn't believe the n number of people who are just screaming over this tax office thing, saying, "You know, the man is a hero. The man is a national hero. Leave him alone." He's the Steven Seagal of Australia, right? <laughs> oh. I think I think that would be a, a fair yeah. comparison. National now, heroes. I, I think yeah, it's the equivalent. If you put Michael Jordan, Steven Seagal. And four of our most popular presidents into one super celebrity, you would have Paul Hogan in Australia. You'd, you'd start to come close to Paul Hogan. <laughs> and, and one of our great novelists as well. Like yeah. Mark Twain. He's given that much. 
okay. I'm sorry. When a man gives that much, can you expect him to give also tax money too? No. That's true. No. What, what do you want? The man's given yeah, the, yeah, that country yeah. his soul. I'm, I'm sorry, Josh. I know. I know you're keen to move on to no, all these. This is valuable TV releases, but don't you think we owe Paul Hogan a little more time? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> considering everything he's done for humanity. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's 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 done. Uh, he hasn't done anything for me lately, so I, I want to move on. Uh, so Susanna Mertzger, she is totally stoked for Fringe, which we did in our uh, the fall preview in Relevant, and I love Fringe. Do you? I love it. How many how many shows, Maya? And this is this is a this is a. I like TV. Yeah. <laughs> how many shows would you say that you watch consistently? Oh. That star former stars of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like how how honestly, what is the number? If you were gonna be really honest and it was just the two of us talking about it, no one's listening. No that, one's listening. That okay. you you watch consistently every week. Well, you, I you mean feel- now that Battlestar Galactic is not on anymore? Ooh, I know. Dang. I will sm- come over there and smack you. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, well, during the summer, like, like, no, 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 like no. I'm sci-fi saying, shows come on during the summer. I'm not talking it's about like a genre. These... I'm talking about um, all of television. I mean, are we, okay, let me give you a plus or minus. Like, more than 15? No, no, I would say 10. Okay, more 10 than. 10 to 12. 10, 10 to 15 in the middle. Okay, hold on. But I, I don't like, watch. You just said, I said 15 and you were like, no, like I was way you said, off. You said more than 15. Okay, you, you acted <laughs> I as if I insulted under you. under 15. Okay, all right, way under. We're Less at 12. Than. Okay, we're at 12. I don't watch like American Idol shows, Okay, Mr. Josh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't watch many reality shows at all. Um, I Hold don't on. like you, you like went Glee, right to justifying like Glee or yes. all those shows. Like I don't watch those shows. I don't watch like so you think dance and all that stuff. Okay, I watch. you have higher standards. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know they're higher. I just I'm just saying. Do you watch Jersey Shore? No, I don't. She watches the knockoff Jersey Licious. Right, no. I've seen a few episodes of it. Okay, with okay. the hairstyle people. Uh-huh. Yep. See, there mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, Jesse, do you see, uh, you've got any uh, feedback there? Yeah, well, I would like to just say, as far as shows I watch, I am a huge fan of anything James Vanderbeek does. Um, <laughs> so, so currently I'm not watching TV. <laughs> and you won't be for a long time. There yeah. it is. There it all is. Right. Uh, Finn Fair, this, this Finn Fair seems to have, uh, or Finn Fan, I guess they're a Miami Dolphins fan. Um, <laughs> has a similar taste. Uh, they are excited for Community and The Office, as am I and a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And Community is a highly underrated show. It is is very, very funny. Um, and this is The Office's final season with Michael Scott. Right. Um, so the office may continue, but the character of Michael Scott may be gone. Uh, there are a lot of rumors. Will, will Dwight take his place or, uh, you know, who's, who's going to come in and take a role? So it's going to be a fun season to watch the office. Um, Finn fan also says they enjoy watching glades, which I haven't seen. Um, but I think it takes place there in Florida. And they also said that they very much enjoyed our sports talk. So appreciate that, Finn fan. Did you see that? Did you notice that they have a little avatar of Tim Tebow rising from Mm -hmm. the grave like Jesus? Yes. (laughs) No, I did. Oh, I just saw that. That's very blasphemous. Uh, Mark Sanchez from the the New York Jets uh, says he would like you to talk about the NFL season, Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what Mark Sanchez says. Well, yeah. uh, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. 
uh, it was great to see the Jets beat the Patriots. And that's it was. All I'm say. It was great. It's good to see anyone beat the Patriots. It's true. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It, it, yeah, it, it's literally every time. It, well, Bill Belichick is emotionless, so it's not like you can you can look at him and and like you know how sometimes like you just want to look at the face of the your opponent when they're defeated, you know. Looking at Bill Belichick's cold, soulless expression gave me no joy. But seeing Tom Brady's new Justin Bieber hair flop as he jogged <laughs> off the field, uh, that was pretty good. It's like right now, as we are talking about NFL, there's a, a large segment of our listening audience growing progressively angrier. <laughs> I know that you yeah. get mad at us. <laughs> first, um, you, first, you malign the good name of Paul Hogan. Now you get into NFL talk. <laughs> Um, Mr. Dan Jay says he is excited for the Glades, um, which got another season. I've seen that too. Really? Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's it's kind. Of, he says it's a cross between Bones and Crossing Jordan. Huh. Two shows that I've uh, never of, seen. What? You've never seen Bones? Oh, it's so good. No, I see it, it. It's a CBS show, right? I don't know. I don't. I try to stay away from that channel. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I hate, they don't love Jesus. No, the CBS. I, I hate the CBS. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the CBS. logo, the vibe of the, all the shows are like... Is that what makes you uncomfortable is that you, you feel like it's staring at you? It's always looking at me. The eye of CBS is like that always... That cold, lo- soulless Bill Belichick eye. Oh. <laughs> they have shows like Two and a Half Men. And I'm like, who oh, watches oh, Two and a Half horrible. Men? That kid is... I, I talked about this like six months ago, but that kid's like the highest paid kid mm-hmm. in, in all of television. And I'm like, it's one of those shows that's always one of the highest rated. And I've never met someone that's like a religious Two and a Half Men show watcher. Bones yeah. is on Fox. Okay. All right. Well, then I well, have a little more respect for it. Well, Ke- Kevin, uh, I'm glad we we're able to persuade Kevin uh, that he watched uh, his first episode of Pawn Stars after he heard us discussing <laughs> it on the podcast, and he loved it. Nice. That's good. I'm glad we're really helping people make quality decisions with their life. <laughs> yeah, if nothing else, at least you're watching Pawn Stars now. At least you can let a whole afternoon go by, and you know you're no better for it than you know how much the price of an old beat-up jalopy airplane costs in a Las Vegas pawn shop. You can count on us. God, God, life and progressive culture right here. Pawn stars. We'll hook, we'll hook you up. Oh, Conan O'Brien show. Uh, that's coming up. People are excited about that. But it's on TBS. It's following George Lopez, which automatically sucks the funny out of the first, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah it's going to be difficult to laugh for at least the first ten minutes after, you know, after you <laughs> witness the the comedy vacuum that is George Lopez. <laughs> yeah, it's like for real. you'll be watching Conan O'Brien. Like I dimly remember the sound of laughter from somewhere in my life, but I cannot. <laughs> I cannot remember how to call it forth. <laughs> yeah, what's this sensation I feel starting in my chest? This this rumbling. Oh, it's it's humor. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about this it, because of George is it, Lopez. Uh, is it angry hot tears? No, no, wait. That was during the George Lopez show. <laughs> no, that was ten minutes ago. Well, I, I think you guys I think you just you just don't understand true humor. I think it's just so highbrow. That, uh, that, it's, <laughs> that, right. that must be what it is. Yeah, it's it's missing apparently all of us actually. Yeah, that and two and a half men. Oh gosh, I hate that. I, uh, yeah, I do too. man, oh man. Well, that's it for your feedback. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, go over to uh, last week's podcast episode page 
and you can leave your comments there. Now it's time for this week's question of the week. Editorial question of the week. Hey. Last week, our question of the week uh, had to do with uh, the television shows that you were most excited about for the fall and why. Uh, we know some of you out there uh, that didn't connect to you because y- you don't. You're not excited about any of the shows that are out there. You are not like. That's just crazy. Some people who watch 10 to 12 shows a week. I won't mention any names. Less than 15. Uh, less than 15 <laughs> shows a week. Um, but because there's nothing on TV that you care about. You want to create the future of television, but no one is paying you to do that. So we want to hear from you. So the question of the week is this. Uh, what pilot, what television pilot would you want to pitch to television executives to make the fall television lineup better than it currently is? So, does anyone have any ideas? Yeah, I have two. One is about a zany New Zealand police force that loves to incinerate things. He's going to call it's going to be called Blues Brothers Down Under. I like that. It comes with it with a name and a brand already. Yeah. I, oh yeah. I, I haven't determined the stars of the show yet. Um, Would it but, involve uh, Paul Hogan? <laughs> yeah, Paul Hogan and Danny McBride are going to star in it. Uh, <laughs> and my other show is is going to be a reality show uh, where people are voted off. Well, but it, but it's a it's about a, a gorilla marching band of actual gorillas. You and they'll, they'll know sign language, so it'll be very dramatic. Traumatic <laughs> or dramatic? <laughs> well, maybe both. I mean, they both. could freak out little, at some point. Little both. I think we should pitch all these shows because I, I really like I really loved Maya's slice about the funeral home that had the bar in the garage. Mm-hmm. I think that is that should follow Pawn Stars on TLC or whatever. No, you know what that should be? It should be like a It'd sci-fi, like, the, like a zombie like Cheers. cheers. <laughs> you know, like after. Wait, did, hold after on, hold on, time out. You both said Cheers at the same time. That's freaky. Are you kidding me? You guys are on the zombie same zombie Cheers. Yeah, you do think amazing. alike. <laughs> Something uh, supernatural is happening right here. Did, he, did Adam say zombie cheers as well? Yes. My word. Oh, wow. My word. Well, uh, we want you to uh, to go over to the podcast page uh, at relevantmagazine.com and uh, and answer the, this week's question that has to do with uh, what what show would you pitch to television executives to make the fall lineup even even better? Uh, well, that's going to wrap it up. On that note of zombie uh, funeral parlor uh, drunk people, um, that's going to wrap it up. I'm, uh, <laughs> I've been your host, uh, sitting in for the illustrious Cameron Strang. My name is Josh Loveless. My name is Maya Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Ab <laughs> I'm Ab Smith. Did you forget your name for a second? Adam, <laughs> <laughs> how, how far do you live from the latest, from what? the nearest incinerator? I knew he was smoking. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Do I need to do it again? Is it? Did, no, we, did we get it laid down okay? I think that was perfect. No, I think, I, I think that worked. Uh, and for Chad Michael Snavely. Hey, that, by the way, Chad, why don't you ever sign off for yourself? It just feels wrong for the producer to do that. Does it? Well, you introduce yourself in the beginning. I, I don't. I just say hello. Someone else introduces me. I know, but you still are That's allowed true. to speak for yourself. No. Well, so it you depends. say his name and he'll go, uh. uh-huh. yeah, I'll just grunt <laughs> like a gorilla. Uh, well, for the gorilla, uh, Chad Michael <laughs> Snavely, I'm Josh Loveless. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more... 
go to relevantmagazine.com. Oh, wow. Wow. There you go. Hey, we've got our little bit for the end. Yeah. <laughs> we do. This is a little something for everybody.